Hey, welcome to The Upside Down. This is Ash. This is Tori. And today we're going to be talking about Holly Jolly, which is episode three of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Um, my first note is, uh, poor Barb. Yeah, Barb's the best. I think... <sighs> poor Barb. This, this for me, was my favorite opening. It was really dramatic. Barb just laying there on the ground. She's coughing up mucus. And mm-hmm. another thing, it, it really set the stakes high for this show because you didn't know that Barb wasn't going to be sticking around. Right. You didn't know if she was going to be coming back. And so to see a character that you thought was going to be an initial member of the gang, like, immediately yeah. dragged down. So and, sad. It was so sad. Such a bummer. I was and, like... And it's such a good juxtaposition of, like, Barb is just, like, screaming for Nancy and she's calling for Nancy and she needs Nancy. help. And Nancy just like I'm here with Steve. Oh my God, Nancy that made me is so beautiful. When I first watched it, that made me really mad. But now I'm just like, yeah, whatever. It made me really mad uh, the third time watching it. It was really upsetting. Fifteenth <laughs> time watching it. It's it's even um, this is later in the episode, but when Eleven is in uh, Nancy's room and she's going around the room and she's just looking at all the things like the mm-hmm. girly things, and then she sees the pictures of Barb on the wall and there's like Nancy and Barb at the beach and they're at a photo booth together and it's just so sweet. You're just like, man, Nancy, you're the worst. Like, yeah, right? <laughs> Barb was like screaming I li- for you. I literally wrote down come on nancy like come on yeah that uh, it made me sad i wondered um if that's like what will experienced because they didn't show it they just showed him like zap away or whatever and this is like exactly where barb is but like in the upside down and i was wondering if that happened to will but like where he was but like in the upside down because like later in the episode when joyce is like uh where are you and he does the lights and he's like right here yeah that's what he's trying to say. Like, he's well, something, right there. Well, something that I noticed um, was that usually when they show the Demogorgon, he's he's not fast, but he's pretty pretty quick at getting people. So, like, mm-hmm. later in the episode, Nancy goes back to the pool when she's looking for Barb, and she sees the Demogorgon, and he runs by, or he flies by. And I noticed in the beginning when Barb was in the pool, but, I mean, it's a pretty big pool. It looks pretty deep, but, I mean, mm-hmm. pools are, you know, they're not that wide. I mean, yeah. You definitely grab Barb a lot quicker. But she was kind of like, Nancy... Nancy and she's for a while. Yeah, and she's looking around and she's climbing up the ladder, but he had to be Steve right. Steve must on, be pretty rich. Yeah, that big of a pool. Yeah, he had to be hot on her trail. I was yeah. wondering like why, why is he giving her so much time? But mm-hmm. I guess it's like um they always say in horror movies uh, you know, the villain is always walking really slow, like Freddy or Jason mm-hmm. is always Because he knows in. he's going to get her. Yeah, because <laughs> the person who's running is just freaking out. They're not thinking clearly. They don't understand what's going on. And the murderer is like, oh, I'm going to get you. Yeah. So I'm just going to go as slow as I want. But yeah. I was wondering that. I was like, why hasn't he gotten her yet? Mm-hmm. Not that I wanted him to get her. <laughs> I don't like any of the noises that the Demogorgon makes. Like, all of them. I'm like, ooh, please stop. This is This hurts. Um, I noticed that one of the first scenes, um, when Nancy comes home is she's talking to her mom and she's asking her, you know, with everything going on, it's 10 PM. Why aren't you home? Mm -hmm. And I was just remembering that Cynthia said she read for that part. Oh yeah. (laughs) I was like, something that was so weird about that part is when Nancy is in Steve's bedroom and she's like, Steve, I'll see you tomorrow. Like outside of his window is like bright. Okay. So I noticed that too. But then later when they went down, when they showed her going downstairs, it was just, no, it's the fog from the pool. He has like a giant pool light and there's fog coming up through the window uh, and it's reflecting up through the window so okay. it, it, it makes a reflection off his uh, window okay i, I noticed I that, that too but then when she went down i saw the fog and the light and i thought oh okay that's what it yeah, is yeah because i was reflection. like i'll see you tomorrow i was like what um i thought it was interesting when he sees her at school the next day and she mm. he's like um god what does he say i had a good time <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk i'm like yeah that's what you want to hear like nancy's losing her virginity and he's like hey, hey. I had a good time. I had a good it time. It was cool, girl. It was, it was fun. <laughs> 
Um, I don't understand how Nancy's mom's hair looks good in the middle of the night. Uh, it looks, like, perfect. I'm like, okay, like, what are you doing? Who does that? Goes to sleep with her hair looking all perfect. <laughs> well, maybe she didn't go to bed. Maybe she just oh, sat. Oh, yeah, she's maybe waiting she's, up for Nancy. Yeah, because she said, I thought your curfew was 10, and yeah. you didn't call me. I bet she was just sitting on the couch. Um, when they go to the kids, like, getting all their stuff together, when Lucas men- mentions the camouflage bandana, I don't know if I've already mentioned this, but Lucas, or, I mean, Caleb, went to, um, the Duffer Brothers, and he was like, can I, like... Like, wear a camouflage bandana, like, in, like, throughout the series of the episodes where we're gonna be, like, looking for Will, trying to find him, like, whatever. Can I just, like, wear a camouflage bandana? When does he pull bandana? the bandana out? When does he pull um, it out Um, he's getting it uh, into the backpack, and he's like, oh, here's the slingshot, the I whatever. know, he's like, here's he's my- a camouflage bandana. Oh, I didn't see the camouflage bandana. I noticed that he was saying everything was from Nam. Did you get the supplies? Yeah. Binoculars from Nam. Army knife, also from Nam. Hammer, camouflage bandana, and- the wrist rocket. You're gonna take out the Demogorgon with a slingshot? First of all, it's a wrist rocket. <laughs> like, that's, what he, that's what he was saying about the camouflage bandana. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah. So maybe that has something to do with his parents. Maybe that'll be some backstory. I noticed um, there's a lot of things, like, we always talk about how this show is perfect and how we love it. And I definitely think it does, like, convey a really great feeling of authenticity. But um, there was a lot of things in it that I noticed, like, and I read this article, too. It's not, like, some of these things I just knew off the top of my head. But when Dustin is pulling out, like, the candy and he's like, um, here's the bazooka, here's the Pez, here's the whatever. All righty. So we've got Nutty Bars, Bazooka, Pez, Smarties, Pringles, Nilla Wafers, Apple, Banana, and Trail Mix. Seriously? We need energy for our travels. For stamina. Nutty bars. The, yeah, the nutty bars. The Pez, the Pez that he had was it was a jack-in-the-box Pez dispenser. Mm-hmm. And I guess that particular Pez dispenser wasn't um, released until 1999. But Got somebody probably brothers. found an old Pez dispenser. I mean, that'd still be like yeah. almost 20 years old. So you'd yeah. see it and be like, this is retro. <laughs> and then I noticed, I noticed this and then I looked it up because I'm not like super. I have a friend who used to collect, and he still does, a ton of Star Wars things. And so you oh, go into cool. his room and he's got like Star Wars and Star Trek. And he had a Millennium Falcon. And when my sister not this sister, but our other sister, Bella, when she was, like, six, she would go over there and she would play with, like, his Millennium Falcon. Um, and so I thought that the one in the show looked a little bit different, but I wasn't really sure, so I looked it up, and they said that it definitely was different, and it's not vintage. They said the one in the show has clear engines, and the original one in the 1980s actually only used orange stickers oh, for the engines. that's So cool. I guess somebody found a Millennium Falcon. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> but if you think about it, if it's, like, 20 years old and you find it, you probably think, oh, this is this right? is good. You're exactly. not like thinking about it too hardcore. God, I just I love Dustin. He's yeah, my he's favorite. Really he's like, we, we need energy for our travels. I was like, what is he talking well, about? Well, I like how he had like Nutty Buddies, um, Pez, Pringles, yeah. and then he had like an apple and like a banana. <laughs> like a banana. He like threw in like one of each food group. <laughs> They're leaving for school and um and he's like, oh, stay down here. And the mom is like, Michael, and he's like, coming! Because it's it's so realistic. I was like, God, he's just like, just like a kid. I mean, I know he is a kid. Well, but... I was reading something and it was I didn't even notice this. I didn't even pick up on it, but um, there was a reviewer and he was talking about each episode and he said, this is the first time that you can really start to see Mike and his anger. Like when his mom calls him down and he yells at her. And then at the, <laughs> and then at the end, when he starts screaming at 11 when she's wrong and he's like, I can't remember what he says. What does he say? What are you doing here? What's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? He was like, that's when you know that this kid's just gonna lose it. And I was what? like, what? What is this guy talking about? No, Like, kid's 12. Kid's like, <laughs> 
whatever. <laughs> like, kids are snotty sometimes. Sometimes that's, they're not. That's funny. Yeah, I thought that was really funny, too. Um, when they go into the school, when, he, uh, when we were talking about um, Nancy and Steve, um, Joe Keery, I know, I talk about him a lot. <laughs> Joe Keery's, like, a really realistic actor. I really like it, because he just, like, throws in stuff that isn't just, like, script stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, like, points to the thing no, in a locker, and he's like, yeah. I, I'm yeah. like, Tori, do not pay oh, a great God. deal of attention to Joe Keery. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really notice him. I notice his hair. Yeah. I noticed his shirt. I was like, I think I had a shirt like that in the eighth grade. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. I did notice, uh, I was since we went to the set, we didn't go when they were shooting, but we kind of saw people around. I noticed the actors. I was paying a special attention to the background actors in the high school. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking they all look so old. Like, they don't look like teenagers. They all look <laughs> deep in their 20s. I actually okay. think I saw one of the kids that we saw out in the inner circle by the gym playing basketball or whatever they were doing. Yeah. He was like in the front row of Nancy's class. Oh, so I wonder what? if they did a callback to some of the original actors. Man. And maybe that's why you didn't get a call. They called those people first <laughs> since they brother. knew yeah. they they were like already prepped for the scene. Yeah, probably. But that made me feel better for you. Yeah, made me feel better for <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, When... I God, I feel I feel like it was just like I don't know why Eleven went up the stairs. I mean, I know they had to like show like oh the cocaine like whatever, but she like goes up the stairs from the thing. Like, what if she got caught? What was she gonna do? Oh, she goes up the stairs. What are you talking about? From the um basement. Oh well, I think she knew that nobody was home. They tried to show that she'd yeah. been sitting around killing time. Like she was she was Holding floating up the, the yeah yeah floating the Millennium Falcon. She'd eaten all of Dustin's uh, snacks. Snacks. Gonna be pissed. <laughs> I think she could hear like, and I mean she's got special powers. I'm sure she yeah. could sense if people were home. She's probably just bored. Um, and plus, Mike gave her the tour the other day, so she kind of had an idea when people weren't home. Yeah. I noticed when she was watching TV, it was just... man Yeah, well, it was, it was like, well, it was like E.T. Like, when there's a scene when E.T. gets left at home mm-hmm. alone, and he gets drunk, and he's, like, wandering around the kitchen, and he's, like, oh, bumping into stuff. I didn't even that. And he goes over to the TV, and he, like, watches the TV. Oh, for, He flips oh, through the TV. Oh, I get and he's watching And he's watching the same thing. Like, he's watching cartoons. He's watching Tom and Jerry. That's he was watching, cool. like, a UFO black and white movie. I don't remember what it was. Um, Good nod, Duffer Brothers. I just know that it lets Elliot um, release all the frogs and kiss the girl in E.T. But uh, she's watching, you know, um, He-Man. He-Man. Which is the greatest show ever. Um, no, She-Ra. She-Ra. Oh, <laughs> She-Ra. Yeah, she should have been watching She-Ra. Right, come on. That might have been after because He-Man was first. Yeah. And then she was watching the Coke commercial, which mm-hmm. I thought. Sad. It just, it just bummed me out. I was like, God, it's sad. Yeah, Coke. Especially the cat thing. I know that's later in the episode, but that cat thing really, I was like... <laughs> Oh yeah, I didn't. Don't like, you kill that cat? <laughs> I didn't like that either. I like. Well, I kind of like that because they didn't kill the cat, and they yeah. just show that she has like compassion, even though they're training her to be a weapon. She doesn't mm-hmm. want to do it. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Oh, when when she goes into Nancy's bedroom, I know we already talked about this, and she's looking at the pictures of uh, her and Barb. Those pictures are too clear to be '80s pictures. Well, like no, the Polaroid. but they wouldn't be. They wouldn't be. The reason that '80s pictures look shitty now is because it's 20 years later. But if it was in the '80s, they would look crisp for the '80s. I have pictures from less than a year ago on a Polaroid, like a new Polaroid, and they, look, I don't know what the point of trying to make is, but semantics, that's fine. <laughs> I noticed that she had a giant picture of Tom Cruise in the background. Oh yeah, I noticed that too. And I was thinking, I was trying um, to figure out what it was from. Well, I thought it was from Risky Business, but I've never been a huge fan of Tom Cruise, so I don't know. And mm-hmm. then I know he was in The Outsiders around that time. Yeah. But uh, I looked it up because I was wondering if he was even popular then, and it was saying he was not. It said that Tom Cruise wasn't really doing big movies 
and so he wouldn't have been a big heartthrob in 1982. He didn't really hit his peak until 1984. Oh. So there might not have even been movie posters for yeah. him at that time. He wasn't, they said he wasn't like a teen heartthrob. Yeah. Um, Nancy's ahead of the game. Oh, uh, into the school when Jonathan's doing the pictures and the... Your favorite part. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> no, 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 when Jonathan's doing the pictures in the... When he's developing them? Yeah, 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 yeah. you know, camera stuff. I don't understand <laughs> how... Know, camera stuff. I, I, for, I, don't, I don't know if she has a name or not. I'm sorry. The red-haired girl, when she comes in and she's like, hey, Jonathan, and then she sees the pictures, how did she immediately recognize that that was Steve and Nancy and Tommy H and Carol? I would not have recognized that. Well, I think that... All. She looked at them for, like, less than half of a second before he pulled them down. I think if you've been in a dark room and your eyes adjust, I think you would be able to tell. And they didn't really give us a good example of what pictures he had up. They kind of showed yeah. us, like, Nancy's back to show, like, the viewer, like, this is what he's developing. But he probably had other pictures up that they could tell, like, Barb. I thought it was funny that she came in and she was just like, hey, how's it going? Like, she liked him and she hates him. And then she yeah. saw the pictures and then she was like, oh, I'm gonna go tell Disgusting. Steve all about this. Yeah, he, he didn't even know they were friends. I mean, I don't think Jonathan would have developed those pictures and just had them all hanging up anyway. Right? Like, I think, because you can choose what you want to develop, like, whether you want to, like, develop it fully or, or not, or mm-hmm. hang it to dry. I think some of those, like, Nancy ones, he probably would have flipped over and not just had. Why did hang he, these up in the local just, lab where everybody He could have just hung them backwards. I don't understand. <laughs> Jonathan, come on. Maybe he booked the lab. Maybe she wasn't supposed to be there. Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know why we're calling it a lab. It's, it's called a dark room. Yeah. God, what happened after that? <laughs> oh, this is where Hopper goes over to, um... Hawkins. Hawkins Lab, mm-hmm. um, which is also Emory Campus, and we had an interesting experience there. Hey, so we got up on a Sunday morning to come down to the Emory Science Building downtown because we wanted to see Hawkins Lab, and it turns out that Stranger Things is actually preparing to shoot. They have film trucks and everything set up already. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna see if we can walk around the campus. Security's following us. How are they? We're being followed by security, so I guess we're going to have to turn around, and I don't think we're going to be able to get out today. Is security still following us? They are? Okay, so we're leaving the Emory campus. (laughs) We drove around, we got a quick view of Hawkins Laboratory, but a security guard followed us around the entire um, area of the campus. So we could see that there were trucks that said Hollywood Rentals, and something's happening there, but... um, Unfortunately, we didn't get to see what it was. We got some pictures. Oh, I got a picture of um, where the where Hopper gets out of the car. Nice. I looked it up and it said that that was actually a mental health institution. Oh, really? Yeah, and it operated from 1965 to 1997. And Oh, I heard I saw that it got bought in like 1998, I think. I don't know, but they paid Emory paid like 2.9 million dollars for it, but it's interesting because it was I guess the founder of Coca-Cola, his son, has a couple of mansions all over Atlanta where he lives, and that was one of the places that he lived in. So that was fun. (laughs) That was a good experience. Um, I like when, I liked that this was the episode where they introduced the mouth breathers, and I noticed, I don't know why, I don't know why, but I thought when Lucas did the, this is one of my favorite parts, where Lucas is like, oh, L, L, I love you, marry me, or whatever he says. He's a weirdo. What does that matter? The X-Men are weirdos. If you love her so much, why don't you marry her? What are you talking about? Mike, seriously? What? You look at her all like, hi, L. 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 I love you so much. Would you marry me? Shut up, Lucas. Yeah, shut up, Lucas. (laughs) 
I always thought that part of the school was yellow, and then when we went and visited the school, blue. and it was blue with white stripes, we were like, oh no, they painted it! Yeah. But it's actually blue and white, and it still looks like that now, and it looked like that in the episode. Wait, so like, why would half of them be blue and half of them be yellow? Did the They weren't yellow. We were delusional. What? We were... No, no, no. I saw... We were wrong. <laughs> no, but I saw them yellow in the show, because I remember me and you got into an argument about it, because I was like, no, they were blue in the show, and you were like, mm, they were yellow, and so I went back and watched the first episode. Episode and one of them was yellow. It must have been at a different location, or we must have been Production. talking about different scenes. Yeah. Because it was definitely, like, the same Maybe thing. they painted it after, or they just got lazy. <laughs> I think those, I think they do such a good job with the kids, like, the, even the villain kids. Um, mm. Troy, I think he looks just like 80s kids. And I was reading an article, and I think I told you when I first watched this that Nancy, she just reminds me so much of Sloane from Ferris Bueller. And I know you're like, no, she doesn't look no. like her, but I've been reading a lot of articles. Sloane is Ferris I, no, Bueller's no, 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 I, I said really. She doesn't look like her. She just, reminds, like, embodies yeah. her. And I, I think that. that that kid Troy kind of embodies, um, God, what was this show? There's, like, a kid on the show called Parker Lewis Can't Lose from, like, the 80s. I and don't he... even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're too little. But he... I am. They, when they showed Troy, it really reminded me of him. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, and I loved when Lucas picked up the rock. Mm-hmm. I, oh, Or, God. no, Dustin picks up the rock and he gives it to Mike and Lucas is like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's the monster killer. <laughs> I was like, he's so <laughs> me funny. Me too. I like that part. Back to when they were at Hawkins. I was... I just, like, every time I watch it, I get so angry when he's like, it was raining that night. I'm like, God, those Hawkins people trying to cover up well and I liked that this episode had our good friend Cynthia in yes. it. Yes. Oh my god. I saw it. I was like, yes. I, I keep for. I kept forgetting I, what episode she was in. Well, I heard Na- Nancy was standing at the payphone, and I was like noticing the payphone, and I thought I didn't see that payphone at the school, and I noticed that it said Battle of the Bands, November twenty eighth or something oh, cool. like that. And she was. Uh, she said Mrs. Holland, and I was like, oh, here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> and then Cynthia was, and I also noticed um, because I didn't notice it the first time, but she told us like on the last scene after they find Will yeah, and Corey they, and Mike runs into the house you can see Nancy Mrs. in the Holland background. and Mr. Holland. Yeah, you can see Barb's parents sitting on the couch so Barb's I guess parents care. Yeah, I guess they called I guess Nancy's mom called them but was I like, didn't notice it the first time. Because Nancy went to her mom and she was like something bad happened to Barb. And so they must have been like okay let's call her parents. That's the most logical thing to do. I think I would have called the police but yeah. I mean I would have called the parents first too. Oh when um Nancy's mom comes to Joyce's house and she's got all the lights up like whatever and they're talking about the casserole I don't know Will. Um and Holly starts walking around looking at the lights going into Will's room and the thing the Demogorgon pops out of the wall and she picks her up and gives her to Nancy's mom and she's like, did you see something? And the way girls... Joyce picks up Holly and gives her yeah. to Karen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And you're good. <laughs> yeah, so when she says, um... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when she says, did you see something? Yeah, she said, did you see something? Oh, and, and Holly little... goes, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't scripted. No, I was thinking that they must have done that. They must have had it come through the wall so that the little girl would be like, yeah, I saw but something. But the, the yeah wasn't scripted. She was just supposed to be yelling at her, like, did you see something? Did you see something? And, ma- and freak out uh, Karen. No, I know. But what I was saying was, I bet the Duffer Brothers oh, probably yeah. did something, like, to the wall, like, maybe put a light on it or maybe like shifted it so that she would make I mean you never know so that she might have a natural reaction yeah. to it because I mean mm-hmm. she's only what three or four yeah she's a Kilby page yeah we should have been in Stranger Things oh man she'd have been so she, cute I was thinking when she was walking around this is now that I know it was Stranger Things but uh, when she was walking around I was like Kilby never would have done that she'd be like my mom my papa my mom my mama yeah Kilby wouldn't have gone over to the wall and followed the lights she'd I don't like, know how kid actors do it like how do they just like walk around just like look at the wall say yeah like god like I don't know 
Well, I think that little girl, Holly, is played by twins. Yeah, she's played by two twins, and she's in um, some Do- John Stamos show and, like, a bunch of other things. A John Stamos show? Yeah, it's called Grandfathered. It's got, like, Josh Peck in it from Drunken Josh. Stranger Things, you know you came here to hear about John Stamos <laughs> and his current activities on television. <laughs> Um, I like this episode because it was the first thing where, I liked it because it started to show that there was a hint of Steve being nice, like when Nancy's sitting at the table and she's asking, um, He's like, come on, did you see her? Yeah, and he's like, come on, man, just answer, did you see her? And I like this episode for Nancy because Nancy, it's finally giving Nancy some depth and some character and some Mm -hmm. redeemable qualities, like, she's, you know, Steve's like, come on, girl, let's go to the game, and he's like, Nancy, Nancy, and she's actually, like, looking for Barb and trying to find her, and I was like, that's when I started to like her. I was wondering why the Demogorgon was out, like, in the woods. I was wondering that as well. It makes no sense to me. I never can understand why he's in the upside down versus why he's not in the upside down. Yeah, unless he's trying to eat. But, like, he just ate Barb. He already had Barb. <laughs> he just And Nancy's her. not bleeding. Yeah. And there's not, like, Barb has a ton of blood left over all over the bottom of the pool. I mean, she yeah. cut her hand and that was it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. Maybe it was, um, in future episodes you'll see, like, an animal is hurt and mm-hmm. he comes out. So oh, he's yeah. in the woods. When they showed the pool, you notice, like, it's surrounded by woods and by forest mm-hmm. so maybe we're to believe there's an animal in there and maybe he's hunting and in the day. And that proves that there's two Steve houses. But again, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't understand why the Demogorgon would be out in the daytime. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, exactly. I understand why he would be out in the daytime as far as like coming through Joris's walls. Yeah. Because he's coming from the upside down but just being out in the world like in the woods I didn't understand that either. I was gonna ask you. I thought you might know. No, I have no <laughs> idea. Um, I just wrote down we've seen that high school thing since we went to um, we went high there. Thing? The Hawkins High School one. The seal that has the tiger on it. Oh, yeah. That's And, and that's the middle news. schooler drop-off. Yeah, that's news. So we always say that we go to the high school all the time. Um, and we went there and we told you last time uh, that they were filming. But we didn't really get a chance to get up close because we wanted to be respectful of the set. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of wanted to see it. We went over there last week and it was completely packed up and they were gone. And we were like, no, so sad. And as Tori and I were just walking around, we noticed that they left the lettering up for Hawkins Middle School and they left the tiger logo up on the building. And they also left uh, a sign up that said Hawkins Middle School drop off over mm-hmm. by the buses, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And we were just freaking out. We're like, this is amazing. And then we went back a few days later because we had friends in town and we wanted to show them. And it was and it was covered and it was wrapped up. So I don't think they're done shooting. I think they're going to be back and shoot a couple more scenes. Yeah, um, they'll probably be back. And fingers after break. fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Right. Yeah. What do you have to say? <laughs> I don't have anything to say. This episode for me had a lot of stuff in it that I liked. I enjoyed the episode, but it was pretty straightforward. Um, I noticed that when Hopper went to the library and he was talking to the lady and she was just like I know where the um, library is well I don't know where the I, I've never been in the inside but I knew the exterior um, yeah just in Jackson but when he she he was she was like ah what did she say like you have the nerve to come and see me here or something and he yeah. was like hey you want to go out again but it was interesting that they were looking up microfiche What's microfiche? Microfiche is like those things that they were using. Uh, it's like a thin kind of film that like soared newspaper and documents. Oh, that's cool. Before the internet was really widely used by what? everybody. If the you wanted to do like a report, a you had to go check out books and you had what? to highlight them books. and read them. What are books? And you had to go and you had to look at these, they were like these film slides and those little machines were set up and you mm-hmm. would put them in and it would let you scroll through old newspapers Um, and you would read like articles. That's how they archived things. Do they still have those things? I mean, they still have them, but I'm pretty sure they probably probably computerized autom- everything yeah automated it and took the computer i'm sure they didn't get rid of it just in case you yeah. know the aliens take over computers or something mm-hmm. 
That's not gonna happen. Oh god, when they pulled Will's body out of the quarry, I was like, god, it hurt. That part's so sad. I mean, I remember watching it for the first time, and I definitely thought it was gonna have something to do with Barb, which I'm sure that that's what they wanted you to think. But yeah, when they pulled it, it was sad. And like, the tears were streaming from the kids' faces. Yeah, Lucas did a great job. That was so good. Lucas looked really sad. Yeah, he just had tears, like, coming from his eyes. I was like, god. Eleven and Mike just looked angry. Yeah. Mad. What's wrong with you? And then he he went away sad. Yeah, that's that's really all I have to say about this episode. This episode, like you said, was pretty straightforward. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there was anything. There was the school and Nancy Mm -hmm. and Dustin and the kids getting ready Mm and Eleven. I did think it was weird that he was like telling, Mike told Eleven to meet him at 3.15 p.m. And then she met him at 3.15 p.m. And then they don't really show the kids again until they're showing up at Will's house. And he's like, why did you take us here? We already know where this is. But it was like pitch black outside. I was like, what have they been doing for the past five hours? like Did it take them five there's no way there. that she would have met them out back of their house behind his house of the power lines at 315 mm-hmm. and it would have taken them like six hours to walk over to will's house and mm-hmm. they wouldn't have had any inclination of where they were going yeah i was wondering uh, that too i was like what what is happening yeah exactly but i guess they went other places i mean i don't know i don't really understand what's happening with that side of the story how did this episode end oh it ended with uh joyce seeing the demogorgon coming through the wall and this is the episode where she does the iconic um, it did yeah she it's where she she's looking at um the lights all over her apartment and she's I thought doing it ended the ABCD. With, with no she's... Mike coming in the house no I'm saying this uh, that's like one of the things that ended oh. it is like the Demogorgon coming oh. through the wall George like oh, runs Joyce out of the house and hugs Jonathan yeah it's like a montage of stuff oh, that's okay. happening Mike yeah. comes in the house he's crying hugging his mom Nancy's on the couch and then Joyce sees the Demogorgon coming through the wall and so she runs and Jonathan's coming up and he gives her a hug mm-hmm. what then... are what are the odds of that happening come on <laughs> I don't know. I say they're pretty good. Yeah, it, I mean it's because a small nobody town. they live on a small road, and yeah. so if a car is going to be coming down her road, it's either going to be Hopper or a policeman coming to tell her Jonathan. Yeah, like, I don't think anybody else drives out by where they live. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't have anything else to say about this episode, particularly. Me neither. You did great research. Great research. Thank. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look through my notes. Look through your notes really quick. How did Nancy get home? Oh, she walked. I think that's. Oh what... yeah, because Hawkins is small. Well, I don't think it's that nice it's... living in small places. Yeah, I think it's. It's just a small community, but yeah. um, she could have, I mean, they had cabs in the 80s, but I don't think Hawkins had a cab. I think she just walked home. Yeah. I think she probably, they all live within a couple blocks of each other. If they go to the same high school, mm-hmm. I don't think that there was really um, busing plans to ship kids all over the city at that time, so she probably just walked home. Mm-hmm. Although, I don't know why she didn't look for Nancy. Like, even if she, or, Barb. or not Barb. Like, yeah, because why wouldn't she be like, I wonder if Barb made it home okay. I'm going to call Barb to tell her that I lost my virginity to Steve. I, I mean, it was the middle Barb. of the night. Yeah, but who cares? Like, you're 17. Like, your best friend. Like, yeah. you just had sex with a dude that you wanted to have sex with, and your friend sliced her hand open and you yelled at her to leave. Like, you'd still want to be like, hey, did you make it home? Like, are you okay? Yeah. Uh, you check with her. I don't think I'd, I don't know. I'm a better friend than Tori, guys. Um, I'm I would te- call you. I'm the teenager. I would make it's sure the middle that your hand was okay. She was mad at me. I'd want to talk to her the next day when it's like a fresh day. And that's why she was like, where's Barb? Like she wanted to talk to her. Yeah, but and then she the didn't want to like, make sure Barb made know? it okay. Yeah, shouldn't she know? She should Because she should have called her when oh she Oh my got god. <laughs> she should have checked on Barb. Nancy is the she worst. She did, like 24 hours later. <laughs> yeah, when it was too late, when too she lame. was being captured by an evil, clawy monster. Yeah. I didn't remember the scene um, where the Demogorgon came out of the wall, like, and you could actually see its hands, like, clinging yeah. to the to Joyce's wallpaper. Were, little. Little. were they? Yeah, they were, they were like, little. They were, like, they were, like three pronged like claws. And this episode, yeah, 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 it was three. I thought it was two. Um, I was just trying to see if we missed anything. I 
mean, I'm sure that we did, but it was a lot of school, a lot of the school stuff. I noticed mm-hmm. a lot of the... The the green and orange wallpaper yeah. painting on the thing. Yeah. Oh, when Carol was sitting on the bench. I was like, I could have seen that bench. We gotta go back so I can look through the thing and try to see the bench. If that's even a thing. They might have just put, like, set decks, put that in there. And then the quarry. I don't know. This episode is good for a lot of reasons, but I like I like where it goes from here. This is kind of... A lot of the other episodes do, a, like, introduce a lot of the characters and they show you a lot of different things. And this one kind of just is building up to something. It's mm-hmm. it's getting ready to show ne- you oh God, what's gonna happen. Oh, God. Next episode, we're gonna have a lot to talk about. What's the next episode? The body. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite episode. <laughs> that's that's that, good. That's that, good. That is my, my second my favorite, favorite episode. Right. Yeah, I that just for that scene alone. Exactly, um, you'll see the scene. The scene, you'll know, you'll see in the next episode. <laughs> so some things coming up. Uh, Tori and I, we hope, are going to be going to Spooky Empire. It's a giant festival that's going to be happening in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, the cast of Stranger Things is going to be there. At least a good portion of them are going to be there. Dustin, um, Mike, Eleven, Lucas. They just announced that Will's going to be there. Lucas, oh, yeah. Hopper, and Eleven are definitely going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, we think they're going to be doing some kind of panel. Fingers crossed that some of the other cast will show up. Uh, I don't think Barb will be there because she's in Toronto shooting, and I don't know if she's in season two. And Noah Schnapp was, like, just announced, right? Yeah, I feel like a lot of the kids should go because if they're filming here in Georgia and, you know, Orlando is maybe five, six hours away, then... I mean, that's all That's all the main kids. Tori's just, like, she needs the teenagers. She yeah. needs Jonathan. She needs Joe. I need Joe. Nancy. And Na- I need Joe. <laughs> Um, Joe Carey, please don't listen to our podcast. Please do not. <laughs> so we're excited for that. I'm um, super excited. I don't think we'll have a chance to talk to them about anything, but maybe they'll say some cool things about season two, yeah. which would be really amazing. Be also, um, through our interview with Cynthia, we learned that she is friends with Mr. Clark, who is played by Randall Havens. Randall Havens. Uh, so we're really hoping that we can speak to Mr. Clark soon. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just briefly, that would be amazing. We would love it. It would be awesome. Thanks for listening to the Upside Down Podcast hosted by Ash and Tori. For more information, visit our website at theupsidedownpod.com. You can also contact us at theupsidedownpod at gmail.com, as well as follow us on our Facebook and Instagram under the Upside Down Podcast. Episodes are released every Monday, so be sure to subscribe to us. We're available on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and Pocket Casts.